Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are all staying safe, and I hope that our loyal downloaders, I don't have any stats, maybe we should work on that, but hopefully you're still downloading, because heck, what else do you have to do but listen to our book club? So on that happy or unhappy note, depending on your point of view, um, welcome to the Fantasy Book Club brought to you by Accessible World and uh, yours truly and company, uh, Julia. Uh, let's see. I guess I guess I'll start just because I apparently don't like variety or whatever. Um, let's see. I went back to Mercedes Lackey because she's wonderful and like we have discussed many, many times before, we go back to our old favorite authors because we can't find new stuff to read. So this time I read a whole bunch of books in her Elemental Masters series and the first one was called The Wizard of London and I avoided reading it for years because the later ones featured Sherlock Holmes and I'm not really a Sherlock Holmes fan, but I figured, ah, oh, it's Mercedes Lackey, what the heck. So this one combines people who um, are elemental masters. So I think it's air, fire, earth, and water um, with people with psychic abilities. Um, and the two, one of the two main characters, two of the two main characters are children. I think they're about like 10 and they have psychic abilities. And it's set at the school for people uh, with psychic abilities and just regular people and they're expatriates from India and it's set in Victorian England. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't want to, you know, tell too much of the plot, but I liked it and there's a bunch of other books. So I think there's three or four other books with the same characters and homes and then later ones and stuff. Okay. Next. <laughs> Do you want to go next, Dan? Well, I could go next. Um, I've also been playing around with Mercedes Lackey. Um, and cool. great, great minds, you know, think alike. <laughs> I just finished reading The Serpent's Shadow, which is a very good book. It's all about this gal who... Uh, is being pursued by this evil force and she doesn't know where it comes from. And um, she was born in India and she grows up in India. She's a, um, uh, what do you call it? Half cast. And uh, she becomes a doctor in India and she comes to London um, to get away from this evil uh, force thing and who sets herself up as a doctor in Edward London and what's interesting about this is that you get all of the the culture of Edwardian London um, you know all the suffragettes and the um, you know the so forth and the and the uh, the way that society views um, people of color and uh, half, well, mixed race people. And um, she discovers that she is uh, 
a magician, and he is trained by uh, a guy that she meets in London. And I won't tell you much more about the story, but it's very, very good. And it mixes the two cultures. It mixes the Indian culture of um, the Raj, you know, the the pre the pre uh, independent India, you know, the British Raj, um, and Britain, Edwardian Britain. And so it's kind of it's kind of cool, actually. It uh, uh, I liked it because of the mixture of cultures and and so forth, and also because of the medical information that you get, because obviously she's a doctor. And of course, because of the way uh, women are viewed, she can't do a whole lot um, in high society, even though she is fitted for it. She's an excellent surgeon and so forth. So she decides to work with the poor. And uh, as I say, I won't tell you much more about that, but it's very, very good. And if you like Mercedes Lackey, I highly recommend The Serpent's Shadow. Isn't that also part of the Elemental Masters series? Yes, I believe it is, yeah. Okay. Seems to be a theme going on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the shortest meeting on record. Hmm. <laughs> well, who's next? Phoebe, are you next? <laughs> sure, I'll go next. Well, I'm going to break the theme um, because <laughs> this month I read um, the Rift War saga by Raymond E. Feist. Ooh. And yeah, it's a four book series. Um, I'm just going to talk about the first two books because they're basically well I think they were originally published as one book but then the publishers decided it was like too long or something so they split it into two books um, so anyway uh, the first two books uh, follow uh, of course a young orphan boy who happens to have some um, unusual magical talents and um, he, uh, you know, grows up in this small um, kind of a, I guess it's a, he grows up in a, working um, in a castle for uh, a duke, um, one of the dukes of uh, the kingdom, which, you know, that's, um, and he uh, eventually uh, becomes the apprentice to the um, magician who is uh, just like an advisor for the king. And um, uh, one day he and his best friend, uh, Tomas, uh, are, uh, they come across a shipwreck and um, they, oh my goodness. Yeah, they find um, there is one survivor uh, from the shipwreck, and um, they kind of like explore the ship before it uh, breaks up uh, against the rocks, as you know the waves are you know pushing it against some rocks, and um, it's unlike 
any ship they've ever seen before. And um, it eventually breaks up and uh, the Duke and, you know, all the, you know, the people from the castle eventually arrive um, because usually what will happen is kind of the townspeople um, will go to shipwrecks and try to, you know, take anything that's salvageable so that, you know, the local Duke will have to come and, you know, make sure um, anything, you know, important is uh, kind of, you know, looked at by, you know, important people. So um, they, so they have this um, just one survivor, although he's very, um, he's very close to dead, but um, he's still alive um, when they find him. And um, it turns out one of the uh, priests in the castle has the ability to um, kind of go into other people's minds. Um, and so he does this and um, he realizes that um, this, you know, this uh, person from the shipwreck is actually from another world. And, you know, that's kind of supported by all the evidence of, yeah, his kind of armor and his weapons are unlike anything uh, they've seen before in their world. Um, and so they uh, get kind of worried uh, because the priest um, gets the idea from this person's mind that he's part of this very warlike culture and um, that his kind of fellow, like the people all the, from his world, um, have uh, figured out how to um, travel to their world. Um, and it's he's worried that this might be kind of part of some kind of invasion. And so he, um, the Duke uh, and his sons, uh, along with uh, the main character, whose name is Pug, Weirdly, and um, Pug's best friend, who is Thomas, um, or Tomas. I keep, like, okay, the first, the narrator of the first three books pronounced, um, like, the, the best friend name as Tomas, but then the, um, they switched narrators, and the narrator of the fourth book pronounced it Thomas, so, anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like that in... I don't know how to think of him, but I'll just say, I'll try to say Tomas. And so they um, go on this um, journey because they, you know, they send messages to the elves and the dwarves that are kind of nearby. And um, they hear back from the elves that the elves, uh, they have seen these odd humans, you know, wandering around near their forest. But um, of course, uh, these humans are not able to um, penetrate their, like, their forest because it's protected by their magic. And, but these humans have a way of just, um, you know, kind of disappearing at certain, you know, points. So, you know, they can follow these humans' tracks into, like, a clearing, and then they just suddenly vanish. And so they figure out, um, yeah, they're, you know, these 
people from this other world have, you know, a lot more sophisticated, um, either magic or technology or whatever, um, to, you know, be able to control this force that, um, you know, uh, the main characters have no idea about it. Um, and so... Sorry, can someone go on mute or something? Someone's moving something around, and I'm not really sure who that is. Um, well, it's it's not clear who it is, but... Um, oh, okay. No. No, it's, it's not me, because I've got a boom mic, and I'm not touching it. Okay. I think, it's, I think it may be Phoebe, but I don't know yeah, for sure. Well, uh, please be aware um, that... Number one, these sessions are being recorded. And so if you're fiddling with something while you're talking or, you know, whatever, it's going to come on the, it's going to come on the recording. So just be aware. I, I think Sorry. it's just something scraping because aren't there just the four of us here? Yeah, there's just the four of us here, but somebody. <laughs> but you, you and Julia are perfectly clear. Oh, um, okay, yeah. that's me. why I think it's something that I don't know what kind of mic that Phoebe's doing. So um, Phoebe's using, and I'm not criticizing her. No, no. Sometimes you can. No. I think she she figured out that we could hear whatever it was she was doing. So um, anyway, finish finish your finish your story there, and uh, okay, um, so. Um, basically, eventually, um, well, okay, I'll just go, um, and the, eventually the, um, the main character, Pug, does get captured by, um, these, uh, outworlders, and he kind of go, he ends up on their world and kind of running about their culture, and, uh, meanwhile, uh, his best friend, Tomas, uh, finds um, a suit of armor that is kind of, uh, kind of, um, it's has the personality of a being who was alive, you know, centuries ago, and that uh, that being is kind of trying to take over Tomas and like overcome his personality and so you know that's another part of the conflict and so yeah that's basically yeah that's the plot of the first two books and then I guess I'll just say in the third book um the two main characters uh of the first book don't play a huge role in that one um basically what happens is the princess um is poisoned well someone is trying to kill um the prince and um accidentally uh, hits the princess instead and so the prince along with um you know a thief and a minstrel i think kind of go on this quest to find um a cure for the uh poison and then um yeah in the fourth book uh they uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say a whole lot about that, but it kind of, it ties the rest of the, uh, series together. 
and um, I think the writing style uh, actually reminded me a lot of David Eddings, um, although I think <laughs> I think David Eddings um, did a better job of creating characters, but I like the um, the plot of the Raymond E. Price books better. So, I mean, I think if you like David Eddings, you could give it a try. And What's that's all. The title? What's the title of the first oh, book in the series? And the is first, it on Bard? Yes, all uh, all four books are on Bard. Actually, um, well, yeah, uh, the title of the first book is Magician Apprentice. And um, I will say there are actually um, a bunch of like several different theories um, set in the same world. I'm not sure how uh, connected they all are, but I know, you know, the first four books are one complete series. So, and actually the first two books are you know, a complete story. So you could definitely read that and stop if you don't, if you're not interested without feeling like you're missing anything. Cool. A new author. Excellent. Well, Go ahead, Marshall. Well, I guess it's my turn. Oh, uh, I've read, reread actually, a bunch of different books. And I was going through Mercedes Lackey's <laughs> Valdemar books. <laughs> and. Great minds, great minds. <laughs> well, the problem is it's. I'm having trouble finding anything that I like, as I've said really? before. Uh, so I've had to, I'm oh, rereading. Now that Bard is producing books again, I noticed that they brought out the latest book in the Mercy Thompson series last week, but I don't remember the title. Um, but... The last book in the series that's on Bard, it's part of the Family Spies, uh, whatever it will be. I can't remember whether they, people have three kids or four kids, but they're going through the training and adventures of the kids as they grow up. And the last book is called I Spy. It's about the daughter of... Meg's and his wife, and she's an engineer. She has a, her talent or gift is the ability to detect uh, stress in structures. And it starts out with them riding over this bridge in Haven and just as they get in the middle of the bridge, they realize it, or she realizes it's going to collapse. So they manage to get everybody off the bridge except the poor horse uh, who goes into the icy river and dies. And then they, with that, they discover that she's got this talent that's extremely rare. And she starts getting trained and 
Um, her, she has to do a master project, and her master project is rebuilding the bridge across the river, but then they have to take her out to a land on the border of hey, of Valdemar, and she has all kinds of adventures. Um, I didn't particularly like it. It didn't see. It wasn't as much fun as the earlier books, but well, they're all good. They are good. Um, I read that too, and recently, like within the past three months or so, and uh, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed that particular book. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping she finishes off the series. Um. Because, you know, she's getting up there, too. And I'm afraid... Good authors, they're just leaving us, and it's just... I know. Well, it it is, because, you know, I just... I cannot get into the new authors. Now, some of it is the fact that the... The past couple of months, I think, have been mostly put in by people from state agencies. And I don't think they, well, I don't think they pick particularly as good of books as the main bard readers do. But I also don't think they read as well. Uh, Which is why I was delighted to see that you know they had they had this Patricia Briggs novel, and of which the title I can't remember, and a new Dana Stabenow mystery. Oh, that was excellent! I read that. That was yes. <laughs> uh, so was the Patricia Briggs one, but I I went back and started rereading the series and have forgotten the title. It's Smoking Something. Um, smoking Gun? <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I don't think it was guns. It was something else. But anyway, uh, I'm glad to see we're starting to get books from some better authors or than the ones they've been getting during the hiatus oh okay very good um yeah i've i've um i agree the uh the books that are read by the state libraries i think they're sort of like um learning ally books in that they're all read by volunteers and uh, some of the volunteers are pretty good and some of them are not good at all. (laughs) You kind of have to pick and choose, or at least what I do is I start one of these uh, locally done books. And if I like the narrator and I like the book, I read it. If I don't, I, I don't. Um, Unfortunately, I have so many books, I I can do that. And I just love being able to do that. I really do. 
Um, instead well, of and reading a whole book, even though I don't like it. So yeah, yeah. I still can't log into Bard with my phone. I guess they're having problems with that. I've heard that. I've yeah, I saw something about that on one of the lists I'm on. Um, and I think they made an announcement about it last week sometime that they were working on the problem. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's part of the reason why I reread those. Um, and, oh, I didn't talk about those, but I was going to say the Marion Zimmer Bradley books, but I didn't talk with you about those ones. Because those were on my previous downloads, so I could just download them again. Is that fantasy or science fiction? Uh, I think it's fantasy. Okay. Cause I, I don't know. We, we seem to have this debate every few. <laughs> I know. When I think of, of Zimmer Bradley, I think of, of um, you know, what's... Well, I get her mixed up with Ursula K. Le Guin. So I... Oh, okay. Uh, I get them mixed, but... You know, Le Guin is more science fiction. Right. And and Bradley is more fantasy. Okay. I think. Well, you may be right. Um, but, you know, they cross over. Yeah. Uh, both authors seem to have an agenda, though. And I'm not sure I like their agenda. I mean, no. it's it's an okay agenda. I mean, I have nothing against L B G T whatever uh, Q Q. <laughs> I have nothing against that at all. Um, it's just that I don't like to read things where I'm hit over the head with a point. Um, oh, those aren't the books I read, but maybe she does that in other books. But these books. Well, what did you read? Um, I read a Shadow Matrix. I started the Shadow Matrix, and the other one was Exiled Song. It's a duology. There's. Um, hmm. I haven't heard of those. Oh, okay. Which ones were the LGBTQ? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I never can remember all those. I just I. I'm sorry. It's it's not that I don't want to give them credit or to acknowledge them. It's just that it's so many letters. I I find myself drowning in alphabet soup. Um, but no, oh, I don't remember the names. Um, okay. But there there were a couple with with uh, definite. Um, agendas behind them and okay you know and as i say i i i have nothing against the the thing itself i just don't want to be hit over the head with the point that's why yeah, i, I think... didn't didn't like uh lackeys magicians or magic's price magic's promise 
oh, whatever yeah. the third one was. Yeah. You know. Uh, Magic's Price, I think. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yep. finish reading that. I only started it. And then. I think there's something about a pawn in there too. I think. Yeah, the first. Yeah, Magic's Magic Pawn, Magic. Magic's Price, and Magic something or other. Promise. But, you know. Oh, so the third one has an agenda. Okay, that's. Well, they all do. They all do, unfortunately. I didn't feel like that with Magic's. Uh, uh, I, promise or magic's pa- I mean magic's yeah the I thought I one. did but you know I just I'm like Anne I don't want to I don't want to have to be forced to listen to that stuff a little bit is okay but an entire book <laughs> No thanks. Yeah, well, I didn't finish Magic's Price, so maybe it was more in the third one. I don't know. I just I'd have I'd be curious to read them again, see if I think that or not. Well, I don't know. With so many so many incomplete series out there. It really frustrates me that Bard doesn't get out and finish off series. Um, like, yeah. like the this is the mystery in the mystery genre. There are still book, two books in Posadas County that aren't on Bard, and I wish that they'd finish them off. I wish they'd finish off the series. They're on Bookshare. But yeah, that's annoying. Speaking of incomplete series, Mercedes Lackey said on one of the forums that she was going to write the last book in the Elven Blood series, uh, and she was working on the outline. But that was in 2016, so I wonder if we should just give up on that or what? That's really annoying. Well, well, the thing is, you have to remember that these people are human beings as well as authors and you know if you if you get something going in your life that that precludes your writing you know then your writing has to take second place so yeah right it, but but she's come out with other books since then that's what i'm i'm frustrated about like i think one of the elemental masters was 2018 so it's not like she's not writing she's just not publishing that book yeah uh, but I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how you go about writing a book. It's it's even just an individual book. And to build an entire series. <clears throat> yeah, that you know, like, seems very complicated. <laughs> like how many books are there in Val, in the Valdemar universe? Just well, by her alone. Yeah. I mean Oh. It's it is difficult. Um but if you want to know how you write a book, you just start writing, really. Well, That's how I did. Um, and I found- well, good for you. I need to get my butt in gear. I've been sitting on writing Chapter 4 for months. Well, there you go. You better... <laughs> I, should, I should talk because I've been, I've been in a writing slump. 
I, I haven't written anything in ages. Well, several things that are half finished, and I want to continue them, and I just haven't gotten the oomph to do it. So, well, I don't think anybody has. I don't. I think a lot of people are losing their oomph. You know, you can't. You can't even go out to have breakfast with a friend because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a pain. Um, And I don't know about you, but I I find wearing a mask very difficult. Well, they're very hot, for one thing. (laughs) I don't feel like I can get enough breath in through them. But... You can, but you know it's it's they're very hot, and um, I have to go out tomorrow, and I have to wear a mask, and it's going to be it isn't going to be pleasant because we've been having a heat wave here. Um, cool. I don't know how you guys are, but we've been having a heat wave. Um, Ours is just starting. So, We're starting to get real heat over here now. Yeah, it's going to be hot for the next, like, couple of days, apparently, and then it's going to be colder again. So, yeah, it's been hot all week um, since, like, Saturday. And so I'm not looking forward to going out and wearing a mask in this heat. But, oh, well, got to do it. So you got to do it. I mean, you know, damn. So. Well. Except Trump doesn't have to do it. Oh, please. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even mention the man. He, he, not, not unless you want to hear a full-blooded railing rant. Um, <laughs> well. I don't think you want a full-blooded rant. I get into a rant every time I talk to anybody about him, even Republicans. Uh, well, let's just say... But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Well, lest we we start talking about our <laughs> favorite seventh grader in the White House, I'm going to bed. I don't know about the rest of you. That's what I'm doing. I have a question for you, Anne, before we exit, but it isn't related to fantasy. Yes. So we, if we're done, we might as well finish it up so the record, the translators or whatever you call them, <laughs> the, the people that catch it, yeah. organize okay. the recording. Um, you can stop. You can start trimming now. <laughs> okay. Um, question. When I started using Zoom on my Mac, and I've heard about it happening with the JAWS version as well, the audio from VoiceOver was leaking through onto the conference. Do you know if that problem has been resolved with Zoom? I don't know. Because sometimes you can hear people's um, computers and sometimes you can't. Now, I have a really weird problem with my earphones. I cannot hear my computer through the earphones. And, I, you know, it's, 
meeting because I would like to do things like see who's here and all that kind of stuff. And I can't do that because I can't hear because the, the, apparently it's not switching from the sound card to the earphones. And so I don't know what to do about it, but, um, yeah, my problem is almost exactly the opposite. I can hear everything, but they can also hear everything my computer says. Well, then in that case, what you want to do is mute yourself until um, until you want to speak. I might try that. I don't know if there's a... Is there some kind of a place you can test Zoom? Yeah. No. Um, it's on the main page, I think. I'll have to go look because... Page of Zoom, and it says test your audio or whatever the heck it is. I'll have to try that because... Bye, everyone. Bye. Good night. Bye, Phoebe. That's Julia, but... That was who? <laughs> Julia. Good night. Oh. Good night, Julia. Yeah. Whoever. Good night, whoever. <laughs> Good night, my someone. Good night, my love. <laughs> Never mind. I thought it was my dear. Oh, it is, probably... I, you know. That shows you my age. <laughs> that I can remember words from a song. Well, but, if I can remember them too, it shows my age as well. <laughs> well. Anyway. I guess I'll go, maybe I'll go mess with Zoom. I don't know. All right. Fuck. Um, but that's what I would do. I would, I would just hit alt a, at least that's what works, uh, on my computer. Uh, alt a will mute you. You, there is a mute button. If you tab around and you can hear what the computer says, there is a mute button. Well, I ought to check it because. It sounds like they're going to be, you know, eventually they may go to a password on all their meetings. That's why I sent you those email messages. 